on all things nerdy where we do crazy crap like beatbox and talk about comic books and video games and movies and books and stuffs and things. Listen to us every week as we talk about your favorite nerdy fandoms. Hey, uh, here we are here for Comic Talk, the best podcast of all time. Uh, and as that intro said, we you ask your grandmother... And if she's telling you something different, it's because we killed her because she right. lied. So, and if she says, watch a podcast, it's probably because she's 92. <laughs> in, uh, in this week's episode, my friends insult me because it's my ber- close to my birthday. And also, we talk about Fanex. We just got back and it was super exciting. We're actually going to be having uh, the return of the long lost Rachel. Uh, she'll be back here for that part. Yeah, it turns out she's just been in a dumpster the whole time, which is kind of weird. She's been in my dump, like my trash can, longer than I've lived here. I mean, did, did she fall? To be it? honest, she's. I like, think so. To be honest, she's like she she works at, on Monday mornings now, really early, so like she can't stay up as late as we and hang because uh, she is also a person that gets up early in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I was working at five a.m. Monday mornings when I first joined the podcast. Yeah, and look how look how Kyle turned out. He look how bald he is now. (laughs) Fair. No, no, no. I was going to say, look at him. He's he's running a cult now. He put in the work, and now he runs a cult. That's that's right. You got to get up early in the morning to get those followers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so with that, let's get to our introductions. Welcome to the Comic Talk 616 Podcast. I am Matt, the chaotic evil Moon Baron. Um, and Moon Baron sounds like someone likes to drop his knickers and show his bum to folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We have a little surprise for you. Oh. Did you like it? I can tell by your face that you maybe or maybe not liked it. <laughs> The look on your face is golden. Oh, man. (laughs) You guys are the worst people. Why are we friends? (laughs) He hasn't listened to Uh, the last week's episode either. I I know. He really hasn't. I I haven't. I'm scared. To be fair. To be frank. I'm scared. The Moon Baron does sound like somebody who goes around mooning people. Okay, Matt. You want to know the worst part is, is we had almost no news last week. So we had no, there was no need for rails. How long was the episode last week? If you don't mind me asking. Longer than necessary. Yeah. (laughs) I don't remember. It was was just a little over an hour and a half. We stretched out our entire capacity at all at your expense. Was all the news, the stuff that I posted like earlier in the day? Yes. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there was nothing else. There really wasn't a lot, uh, but goodness. Um, okay. Uh, anyways, I am Badmouth Jake. I am Lord Kyle, the Pope deity of the Church of Evidation. And I'm Smooth Steve, bringing you the succulent sounds of this show. You know what? Uh, that combined with uh, the other sound clip was... Um, 
That's a uh, that's the best birthday present ever. Uh, yeah, happy oh, yeah, birthday, we, Matt. That we, was we, just we did, for you. Thanks. We, we did figure out Jake's favorite word. It's it's succulent. Oh no no, I told you that. I yeah, I've told you that, that before. It's yeah. um, um, it's good fun. Oh it? hey, uh, just to let you know, uh, last week's episode was awesome musical. Mm, okay, yeah, sure. That's right. It was about dads. It was, and good. dropping them. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I guess I don't have to ask what happened. I hate you, Dad. Wow. <laughs> we just, uh, like, forget so the words. Please, please tell me about your weeks. Uh, other, okay, so, we are going to talk about FanX for our main topic, so that's the biggest thing that happened in our weeks. Yeah. Is there anything that you had other than FanX? And I, you guys might have. Did you watch anything nerdy? Did you guys get to watch Andor? I have watched the first episode of Andor. Is it good? Because I haven't. It's amazingly good nice. so far. Nice, cool, cool. Um, and watched what the f- episode five of Rings of Power. Still excellent. I haven't got to watch that yet. Hopefully tonight. You know, I, I I'm going to do heard, it in a bubble bite. It's, uh, it's I, really good. I kind of under. I'm the more and more I look at it. the I kind of understand that people are getting mad. Some of them, not all of them now. Because some people are like militantly angry. That I don't understand those hey, people. Hey, Matt, still. I'm just going to remind you, Isaac was upset about it. He threw his pants in the fire. That's all I'm going to say. Anyways. No, I know. Um, That's the reason why he threw his pants in the fire? No, 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 no. He threw his pants. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. It's because of he, Rings he of was, Power. He was upset about Rings of Power he has, and he threw he, his pants in the fire. Gotcha. He okay. didn't even finish the whole episode, but. Uh, he didn't finish the first episode. Yikes! But Not even I, uh, it a I, I, like I said, I, I talked to somebody that was a little more somebody else, somebody at work. Um, her name's Bria, and she works with me. She's a little more even keeled about it, and she brought up what she I believe was okay concerns because sometimes they they did some stuff that's like a little out of character for some of the characters or how they were portrayed. Uh, apparently, they don't have rights to part of the books, and so. Well, yeah, yeah, some random gaming company does. Yeah. Not, I, I, I'm not saying I agree. I'm saying that there are some legitimate concerns, and yeah, I understand. But yeah. it's still fun. But still I, I still like the show too, so I'm still with you. No, I, I think, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to think of a character that they've haven't gotten the character right, and I can't think of any of them. That the bush. It was the the bush. They're saying that they got... They, in that they, one scene. They kind of... It didn't quite move the way it was supposed to. They kind of shortchanged some of the stuff that happens with Gladriel later in the books, in the other later books, um, where she finally gets to... When she finally gets to return in the books, it was, instead of like it being that she couldn't leave, she chose not to leave. Oh, yeah. We discussed that. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But that really irked some people. And that wasn't a change to her character. That was a change to the plot yes which is which is fine i mean so anyways yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna yeah. enjoy yeah, the yeah. show and let twitter be anyways. mad like always what yeah. uh what Pretty did you much. guys do any what else did you guys do uh yeah so uh we finished Kyle, no one cares shut up succulent i'm so we finished <laughs> the cyberpunk anime <laughs> you finished yeah we finished it uh what did you think at the end i hate you <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was an ending. Yeah, was, I mean, it's oh just, boy, it kind of felt really lots to unpack if, that if, I don't want to talk about in front of these people. Wait, what show is this? Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Okay, yeah, it just really like it, cr- like basically, 
it ended in a car crash essentially do you just, like, everything uh everything do, do you together. feel do you feel punked <laughs> i mean not really he feels cyber bullied <laughs> yes <laughs> oh yes uh, that that show is a bully it is a bully on the emotions yeah for sure yeah. cool cool yeah uh, um, but but in all the best ways and then yeah i started actually playing the game uh, that I have Did owned you? for two years now. Oh, wait, you had barely, a game? I, I bought it when it first came out, and it was unplayable. Oh. Yeah, you bought it yeah. when it was broken before it got fixed. Yeah, right. at, at that point, yes, Jake, I felt very punked. <laughs> I, uh, it's very it's very fun now. Look I, at this shiny, pretty game I that kinda, you can't actually play. I kind of want to get the game after watching the anime a little bit. It, it's fun. Yeah. Can, can recommend. I, I, I'm going to say... You got okay. a PC, man. You can do that. I know, but here's the thing. I... Maybe yeah, I'll I, watch I the anime. I just PC. it's never it's not something that interests me. I'm sorry. It's, it's that's fine. It's fine. You know. Nothing uh, wrong with that. Kyle ruined it by saying the word succulent, so now I associate them both with the same thing. Yes. <laughs> Anything else you're thinking about watching, Jake? <laughs> uh you uh getting stabbed through the chest and falling down an endless hole. Succulent. Well, what do you think about? Uh, <laughs> you know, okay, you know what I hope happens to you? I don't succulent? want you to die. I don't want you to like get tortured. I want you to literally like just to one day succulent. There's just like a D four on the ground and succulent. you're like walking oh. barefoot in the middle of the night and you step straight on that thing and you have a most delicious piece of cake on there. Like you've been waiting that's, for this thing. Uh, that's oh, it's like a succulent it. piece of cake. That's worse than stepping on a Lego. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love this. So much. Okay. So actually, you don't know. I hope you slip and fall and you okay. land right on it and okay. it goes right in your butt cheek. All right. So this is where it was fun, but is there? Did you have anything else, Kyle, other than uh, harassing Jake, which is hilarious? <laughs> no, no, okay. that, was, no. That, was <laughs> that was the highlight. So I, I think show. it's our, our weeks are pretty much summed up. Well, we spent the week uh, at Fanex, yeah, which mean, is our main topic. I mean, we we definitely did Fanex. Uh, I did get to check out uh, the latest episode of She Hulk. Mm. Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it's going pretty good so far. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. not bad. Um, yeah. Things so, are happening. Things are happening in that show. Yeah. Oh, dude, we I forgot to mention. It. Um, we'll <laughs> we'll talk about the the Daredevil thing, but we'll uh, mention that in the TV news. Anyways, so let's go ahead and get straight into uh, fandom news. Yeah. Straight. Um, so PC fans are going to be excited. I'm I'm one of the I'm one of those guys now. <laughs> so you have a PC. He has one. Yeah. He doesn't know how um, to use hey. it. I play Roller Coaster Tycoon. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I have fun with that game. He knows it can be used. He plays Roller he just Coaster doesn't Tycoon. Know how. You he... got a maxed out PC and you're playing Roller Coaster Tycoon. Okay, to be fair, I have. To be had, fair, it's I a have... great game. Hey, he, but he's also played Putt Putt and Pajama Sam. Okay, I haven't played those. <laughs> no, to, I just haven't had a chance to really sit down and just download you, the games that I want. Steam. I know. Get Steam. I have Steam. How do you think I got Roller Coaster Tycoon, you dits? You bought Roller Coaster. You saw all the. You saw the entirety of the Steam library, and you're like, you know what I need? I want to pretend to run a theme park Matt, poorly. That's, that's exactly. We've, that's exactly I what here. I, I established exactly why this happened. He doesn't know how to use it. I wasn't here. I wasn't here last week to harass him about it. Uh, oh no! Oh, this is amazing. all that new is for today. Oh okay. No, no, I. We, he did mention it last week. I'm going to get Red Dead, and I'm going to get, get some Miles, other games. Get Miles Morales. I'm going to, but I just, I just wanted to build roller coasters that didn't work and watch people die. Fair. 
but you can beat people up as Miles Morales. I can. I also drown children yeah, can on the Sims. Can you launch hundreds of people off of roller coasters? Like hundreds. As Miles Morales. Dude, and I make yes. money doing it. I have, I have maxed out my theme park. When people get murdered, I get good reviews. I'm killing it. Did you set that whole thing up just for that pun? No. This is a very delayed reaction, but thank, thank you. you. Um, anyways, <laughs> so another quick mention. Uh, so Matt and I are huge Dungeons We're all Dungeons & Dragons fans, except for Kyle, because he's a giant, fat, white turd. Um, but Dungeons and Dragons what does being white have anything to do with that? <laughs> he he was trying to be accurate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, I'm, I'm right. I'm describing right you. About that. Let me do it. Okay, so tell us about the Dungeons. <laughs> yeah. And Dragons anyways, thing. so the Dungeons and Dragons uh, cartoon classics six, six inch uh, figures are coming back. Yeah. Um, and they're being revealed by Hasbro. So it's also a follow up because we they were already revealed. No, no the the okay. classic they were the classic yeah the they were. They said that they were going to work on a classic line, and the first thing they did was the cube. Now they've actually done some more. Yeah, um, and so what's really cool with this line, too, is they all come with a, with a dice. So if you collect the whole set, uh, you get an entire set of dice yeah. with it. Um, it's just it's just a cool, like, collector's thing, you know, in, in a nostalgic fandom. Right. Thing. No, no, it was, um, it was in the same, it was in which, the same announcement. If you, if you guys yeah. don't know a lot about the 70s and 80s like most cartoons like transformers and dungeons and dragons were just 30 minute commercials to get kids to buy your i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that spoon and scoop up both of your i don't know what you're talking out. about jake i'm not doing nothing I'm um just, i'm just listening to you i'm sitting here anyways so the 80s and 70s were basic cartoons were basically 30-minute uh, commercials to get uh, kids to buy toys. That doesn't make them any less cool, but that's really, really it. Um, uh, oh, man. Um, you threw me off, dude. I was on such a good <laughs> Okay, I hate you. So can you, can you, can you yeah. do this one, Matt? Yeah, I can do the next one. So the next one uh, just announced, just recently announced, um, the One Piece Odyssey has got a release date and a new trailer. Um, so before they got a teaser, they actually got a full trailer. Um, this thing is an interesting game because now the One Piece art looks weird in 3D a little bit. It looks different, but much like the whole show looks a little differently drawn. Just the art aesthetic, you know, the aesthetic choices of the proportions of people. Um. But they're actually doing a. They've announced that it. This game is not. You don't have to have played or played or watched any of the other stuff to kind of get an idea mm-hmm. of this. This is going to be an original story. Mm-hmm. So I mean, so it would be helpful to know who the crew is, but you don't have to be caught up. Is my point. That's cool. Um, well, yeah, because at this point, it's going to take years. Yeah, I I want to get into One Piece. <laughs> yes. One Piece is one of those shows that I want to get in with Alexa. I've been slowly working her into anime. I've broken ground. We she watched the entirety of Demon Slayer and she loves it. Um, I want you guys to guess what who her favorite character is. In Demon Slayer. I haven't watched Demon Slayer yet. Okay, let me no. think. Um, no, no. Surprise. Inosuke. Yes. <laughs> is it really? Uh, yeah, only specifically because of the only Nugent because train. He's the best. Um, wait, wait. Yeah, so because of the Nugent train, when they went into his like spirit court and the fact that he's a freaking psycho and chased the <laughs> demon out of his own subconscious yep. just by existing <laughs> is like amazing. 
So, yeah, uh, Inosuke is the best. He's he's hilarious. Wise choice, Alexa. Yeah. Anyways, That's so it. talking about TV movies, so we are going to switch up our format uh, because we noticed that we've been doing our comics list and then the thing. So we're going to start doing our TV movies uh, after fandom news from now on. So no, come no, along no. with the ride. Yeah. All right. Anyways, so, so by, uh, by from now on, he means until the next episode, in which we in which we will forget and go back to the original order. Oh no, no, I'm going in and in, in, no. No, in this is going this in is, back into this the original, is the original order. order. Oh, you're right. It was, huh? Yeah. We're. we're I tried uh, telling you that like two episodes in a row. Backstreet is back. All right. Uh, so, um, tell, tell anyways, so yeah, so Neil Gaiman explained why Netflix hasn't reviewed, uh, reviewed uh, renewed the Sandman for season two, and it actually makes a lot of sense and. It's not that they're not going to, so I guess they were waiting to collect more data because it's not that it wasn't a hit. It clearly is, but people aren't binging it like crazy. What they're doing is they're watching episode by episode and like taking it in and like uh, processing each episode with with a thought. Because it's more a very of a standard way that yeah. yeah. So so Honestly, what he said that's is that's the correct way to do it. And people, so what people are doing is like it's a very intelligent uh, series. And so they're just not burning through it, which we did, right? But we're like comic book fans and we're fandoms. Well, so no, it is kind of our thing. Yeah, it's our um, thing, you know. We got a job. Yeah, but we, we got a job. So to do. so far there hasn't been bad reviews. Yeah. There hasn't been bad reviews for it. It's just people are wanting to to you know palate it a little bit, you know. Well, especially in the first, I don't know, probably five six episodes, it doesn't seem as much like a necessity to like oh shoot i gotta get to the next episode like there isn't there isn't as much of a stinger that like like pulls you straight to the next one yeah right and there is some of them are different enough where it's like oh this is a way different episode yeah right i mean and to be fair like i said this was one of those series that we all agreed that it was a phenomenal show like Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't happen often um and we still recommend it so unless your name is oracle Fair, but I mean, yeah. her her reasons are understandable, you know. Yeah, yeah um, no, I'm just but giving her, giving in her general, like you know, I think on average that we it was the top of the charts for us. Um, so they will probably they're going to renew it for season two. It's just going to take a second, you know, to collect that data to be like for sure, you know. Um, it is also a little tough. Um, speaking of that, I will just very briefly touch on a. Uh, Salt Lake thing. It is hard to distinguish that costume from uh, Sherlock or like any other tall, skinny that person is, that with is black hair. Point. And oh, you mean like every other tall, skinny emo-looking boy? Yeah. Sometimes you're like, is that a costume? <laughs> yeah. We found one sad man, and only because he had the mask. He had the helmet. <laughs> we found uh, a sad a man and gave him an N. The face mask <laughs> with the like the ribcage-looking thing. The gas mask with the spine. Okay. Yeah. The mosquito mask. Um. Anyways, so super cool, right? A very anticipated uh, anime that's coming out. Um, Chainsaw Man has uh, has their cast as well as their opening theme. Um, uh, for the English. That's, yeah, that's been revealed. Yeah. The so, English uh, so for we have Ryan Colt Levy as Denji, Susie Young as uh. Makima? Uh, yeah, Ma- Makima. Makima. Uh, Sarah Wittenneft as Power. Yeah, I don't, I don't Power, know how to pronounce that one. And then Regan Murdoch <laughs> as Akai. Aki. Um, and then... 
Uh, Aki. Aki, yes. Thank you. And so, got you. You know, the if if you go to Geek Tyrant or if you just Google like you know Chainsaw Man English dub opening, uh, you'll be able to listen to that. So that's actually really cool. And, and like I said, this has been a pretty big anticipation uh, for for anime. Yeah, year. I mean, I mean, just just watch the trailer. I've and heard look from at that animation. I've heard from no less than three Holy people crap. that I need to watch this show. Um, I think uh, so. Rachel's going to be here later. Uh, compared it to, uh, she said it's basically the Punisher, but in anime form. You mean if the Punisher had a chainsaw for a head? Yes, yes, pretty yeah, much. It'll be cool. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty metal. Uh, it kind of sounds like my alley on, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's going to be insane. So. I'm so excited. Okay, you know how we, we've already kind of rant about this. You know how uh, DC's been drunk for the last couple of always, as far as their movies that, go. That's a nice way of putting it. So, you, you know how we've had the perfect Constantine for like the last few years, and then like a few shots later, they're like, "Oh, we're gonna keep Ezra," but also that Keanu Reeves sequel. Here's the thing: now because of that sequel. Uh, the Constantine and Madam X series were. Yeah. Wow. So we could have had our Constantine show reboot with the Constantine we wanted with a Madam X series. And, and that all went away because they wanted to have a not so good version because why not? Why not keep ruining things, HBO? Why and, and Warner Bros. and Discovery. Someone in that, someone in that like company hates fandom and hates DC because they are so, just ruining everything. So the I I heard about this on on Twitter just yesterday. Um, I don't I don't know if any of you guys have heard of a series called Dead Space or yeah is it Final Space. Oh, Final Space. I have Final Space. Space. Yeah. So, yeah. They, Actually, he has too. Yeah, they, uh, Warner Brothers and Discovery, they just, like, nuked the entire existence of that series off the face of the earth. Like, um, they did not make any physical copies for the latest season, um, and it's they just, like, purged it from, like, anywhere that yeah. it, it exists and not only... f- for a tax write-off. Which is scummy. Yeah. Big scumbag. It really is, because, like... Because Final Space was a really cool story of, like, how it got made. Because I remember, like, we watched the videos on the guy that, like, made it. He was a big yeah, YouTuber. Yeah, Olin Rogers. Yeah, he yeah. was a big YouTuber before he was. Yeah, he, he's, a funny, a he's a funny guy. No, yeah. he's hilarious. Funny, he peeped the comedian. owl. Yeah. Magic! <laughs> yeah, no, he's uh, hilarious. Because we, we spent, like, a whole yeah. week just watching his stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's so sad. Like, it's, he spent years of his life. Just you know, pouring into this project, it, it was his baby. Yeah, and all all of those years of of his hard work and his his sweat and his tears are just becoming a write off for some rich billionaire. No, what's what's, what's crazy is like, I don't think he was trying to make money off. I mean, everyone's trying to make money off their stuff. I don't think him making money was the important part, but the fact that like he just he wanted, wanted to tell the story. He yeah, he wanted people to see it, and so like, not only will people not get to see it. But they're making money off of his property, and he'll never see the light of day. Yep. Like, they or they made a profit off it, just destroying his stuff. Writing it off. Yeah, as a tax write-off. Which, I think, honestly, he should just try to, like, somehow get the rights back and then sell it to a different, you know, platform. Or just yeah. keep it for himself. Yeah. 
I mean, easier Dude, Netflix, said than done. Netflix will pick that stuff up easy. Like, I mean, like easier said than done, though. Like he, you know, he signed contracts and stuff. Well, yeah, but I'm a lot of things like oh, Netflix picking it up, and I was like, have you seen the stuff? Some of the stuff Netflix has produced, they'll take it. Yeah, I I, I know what you're saying, but yeah, it's oh. just. I mean, there's always Tubi. <laughs> what? I'd rather. I, I think most producers would rather That's do meth than be on that. Um, <laughs> anyways, so I guess uh, sad, but yet. Really great news for Star Wars fans. Um, James Earl Jones has retired as the voice of Darth Vader, but he signed over his voice rights to Lucasfilm. Um, you know, and obviously, like, that's, like, your voice is, like, something very personal to you, and it's, like, something that obviously you don't kind of, like, you know, anything like that. But it's it's nice to know that he was willing to kind of give up, like, that intimate portion of himself to the fans on there. And it really shows you that he's really respected the role and he knows how important it is that his voice is the voice of Vader. Well, and it's a good idea, too, because here's the thing. He is 91. That's it's pretty well, yeah, up there. He's, he's aged out of voicing Vader unless they... Well, yeah. Cause period. He, yeah. Because he did it recently, but, I mean, that's got to be a strain. Like, voice yeah. acting is... A lot of people don't like, well, and, think and, about voice and acting. Not only is that work. too, but it allows his family to still make money off his legacy, even if he's gone. And it's not that the money's important, but like as he goes, like the, his family and the people that he leaves behind will still benefit from that, right? In that way, it secures a legacy of him forever being Vader, right? It, we, yeah. we talked about this a little bit on the way home from Fandex, is like, uh, or I talked about this, Alexis, like when sometimes when you play a character you are forever intertwined with being that character. Like when we think of arrow, we think of Stephen Amell, right? When we think of iron man, we think of Robert Downey jr. So when we think of Vader speaking, right. And him communicating, we think of James Earl Jones. And so I think it was, it's a very beautiful and important thing that he was able to give that to his fans into fandom, you know? Yeah, of course it's a business tactic, but, I think a big part of it is is like gifting that to fandom in like but hey, I mean at least character. at least the at least Lucasfilms will respect the legacy and take care of it, unlike some other corporations that yes. we just talked about. Yeah. Uh, so Fantastic Four uh, has found their writers. To writers, they found their scribes. Uh, it's, it's exciting to see for the movie. Yes. For the movie. It's exciting to see that, the that, film. that it is moving forward. Um, it's I just, I, I'll, I think I cinema. Might, so I like the fantastic. They're, they're not my favorite Marvel team, but I think I might cry out of joy if they actually don't do it. Suck. Right. I think that's like, that's why this film is probably the most, so like here, I'm, I'm stoked for Black Panther coming yet, yet out. Yet another in like instance of, uh, All of, they have, no. of, of uh, intellectual property being respected. This is, <laughs> so, in my, in my humble opinion. Suck it, Fox. In my humble opinion, this is going to be, this, this movie is going to be awesome no matter what, because like, the bar is so low. Fair. So I, there's. You're, they're like, tripping over the bar. Like, I don't the know. Bar so, so like, low. there's a lot of anticipated Marvel properties coming out. But I think because the bar is so low, this film is probably the mo- one of the most anticipated Marvel films, whether you like the Fantastic Four or not, because it's been so abused for so long 
that it's just like, here's the thing. There's no way, there's absolutely no way it could suck anymore. And if it does somehow, may there please be nuclear war, because at that point, there is no hope for that group of heroes. There's no way it's going to Like, it it can't. Like, there's just no way. Um, Anyways, so for Marvel Studios has hired Jeff Kaplan and Ian Springer to write the script uh, for uh, director Matt shankman uh from the fantastic four i it's you know i think they probably very very analytically and carefully hand are handpicking these people because like i guarantee yeah, they, you they know this is every time one. like they like contact someone they probably have beads of sweat and like they're shaking and they're like are, are we making a bad decision are we doing it are we are we doing fox oh my gosh are we gonna look like hbo hbo and wb are we, we we can't mess this up, we guys. We can't mess this up. Yeah, th- this has got to be like the biggest pressure that the MCU has been under in a long time. Like they they really do got to get this one right. Yeah, and it's not even their fault. It's it's all because of Fox. Yeah, it's sad. Like it's, it's not their fault at it's, all. Uh, it's uh the 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 way it's equivalent is if like, um, you know you're you're sitting in your classroom. And you have the weird, stinky, smelly kid like doing stuff, and you get detention for it. Is really what's happening, you know? It's just like Steve's throwing spitballs at Susie, and then they're like, "Kyle, stop doing that." There's zero, there's zero yeah, association. Story of my life. Um, super funny. Yeah. Anyways, so moving forward. So we can get the comic book news. Uh, Dwayne Johnson has shared a new trailer for DC's Black Adam. I, I, I was more excited. More, the closer we're getting, the, the more I'm like losing steam. Like just let it, like just come out already. Yeah, it, it, it yeah, it feels like they're over marketing at this point, which is not a good sign. Yeah, they do that all the time. I know. So and, they, and they this do. is like. Well, so this is what he said. He's like, long before the world of heroes and villains, Black Adam ruled it all. So this is this is scaring me because it feels a lot like the marketing they were doing for like Morbius, and that's now on Netflix. You, you yeah, mean the the greatest, most succulent movie ever made? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it's a little soon to be sent to a different company. It's a little soon to be sent to Netflix. When did Morbius come out? Uh, last year? I don't know. No, it didn't yeah. come out last year. Was it earlier this year? I don't know. Was yeah, it last I year? Mean, it was no. It was out for a few months before they put it on Netflix. Like, yeah, around the yeah, well, it I think I think DC's just so desperate for a hit that they're mm-hmm. like willing to. They're like, if we just throw enough oh, money that, at it, it was this year. Um, it'll be successful because it comes out October twenty first, right? So we're like a month away. I I think it will be good. I, I don't I don't have super high expectations for it. I don't think it'll bomb though. I have hopefully that statement ages. I have long. zero expectations for it, honestly. <laughs> I have zero interest in even watching it. Like I was excited at first, but it's hey, that's it's really I have no interest really fizzled in it. out at this point. That's just where yeah. I'm at with all DC films. I'm like, I'll see it because it's our job, but I really can care less. I still haven't yeah, if, watched. If you shovel all the coal into the hype train before the movie even comes out, you're going to run out of steam by the time the movie comes out. I like. I just have. I 
I have zero faith in like any film that DC puts out at this point. If it's not animated, I don't care. Yeah, if your if your if your bar is really low, then if it's good or at least okay, except the Batman was really really good. Just gonna put that out there. Well, no, I agree. But but like like I said, here's the thing: you want to hold. I can't say that the bar is low so, so for this film because it Batman doesn't exist. Remember Batman Superman? Yeah, but that wasn't a strictly Batman movie. That was a Superman movie. Because that was literally just a sequel of as, Man of Steel. It doesn't count as a Batman film. I don't count that as a Batman movie because Batman wasn't in it. Remember he, Batman Forever? He was barely in it. it no, it was just Remember a, no, Batman Forever? There was a guy dressed as Batman stabbing people and killing people all over. I don't know stabbing who that people? was. So to when be fair, stab I don't somebody. He, he stabbed Superman. Yeah. Also, okay. to be yeah, fair, I don't know if you guys remember people all over and killing. If people, you don't remember, Superman's originally when Batman first people. came out, he had guns and killed people. <laughs> yeah, that that is true. The original. So Batman, the original yeah. Batman killed and shot people. Okay. And he didn't adopt not... that rule till later on. Hey, Jake, that's not my Batman. Okay. Yeah, and I honestly like I don't think Zack Snyder was was doing that on purpose. I think Zack Snyder just wanted to do snacks. Snack Zider things. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's fair. No, I'm just um, saying. Snack Zider, that's his name. Anyways, I'm just but, saying. I don't, mess up, I don't consider that real bad. Yeah, name. so my, my point is, is like Steve was saying, like, oh, there's like a, a low bar, but like I mentioned, there is there is no bar for me. Like, there's, it's just non-existent. Like, I, cool. If it sucks, great. Well, there if has it to be good. somewhat of a bar because if there's no bar, then the movies that suck so bad would be on the on the good side of that bar no okay so we're just, so i think what jake's getting at is like man we hope this is good but like if it sucks i'm not even gonna be surprised yeah i just yeah and i'm gonna be sad because like because the rock's really been putting his uh he's really been putting his heart and soul into this project so I'd be really sad if like it didn't. And I'm work not gonna lie, that's part of the reason why yeah, I have no bar for this because the Rock is in so many things that it's just like cool, whatever. Another Rock movie, I'll see one again next week. Oh, I don't, I don't agree, but that's okay. Yeah. Look, I have smelled everything he's been cooking, and so far I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> nice reference. Um. Anyways, so let's go into the comic book news. Um, talking about DC, so I guess they're celebrating 30, uh, 30 years of, uh, Harley Quinn. So, uh, that's going to be really cool. I think, uh, oh, they yeah, focus- definitely does not make me feel old. Oh, they're <laughs> focusing on a Harley Quinn. Cool. You mean like when used correctly, that's actually really cool character. It is, yeah. but I'm just saying like, thank you, Steve. I'm just You're saying welcome, like, it's Kyle when they're like, Hey, we're going to focus on Harley Quinn this year. Like, you mean like every year? Well, so every like, year recently. I, I can understand true. why, yeah, because like to DC, Harley Quinn's a very special character because she came out of the animated series into comics, right? It's like she was uniquely birthed into comics in a unorthodox <laughs> way. Anyways. Fair, so on October 7th, um, 9 AM to 3 PM, uh, DC will be celebrating Harley Quinn's 30th outside the, Javits Center in New York for New York Comic Con attendees and Harley Quinn fans get a free Harley Quinn comic swag and breakfast as well as cupcakes to celebrate. Um, you know, and then uh, there's going to obviously be a special comic, some apparel and stuff like that that will, you know, be coming out. But I think, like I said, it's a 
Harley Quinn is a special character to uh, to celebrate just because of the uniqueness of like how she came in and how integral she's become part of the Batman Joker storyline in general, right? Because yeah. it's not it's very very rare for someone to create something into an animated series to then become so integral part of a universe. Yeah. So it's a it's something definitely to to celebrate. Um anyways, so I, I want to talk a little bit about this um not necessarily about like whatever. So apparently Rick and Morty Battle of Cthulhu in a new mini series, uh they're going <clears throat> into the Lovecraft universe. Um it's weird to me that Dan Harmon keeps pushing these things. Uh he got in a lot of trouble a few years ago right when Rick and Morty came out cuz he was doing a skit that involved some axe and a child and thought that was okay to laugh about. Right? Um, completely inappropriate. Well, I, I know people loved the Lovecrafting lore, but for me, and I'm not big on cancel culture or like boycotting anything, but to continue giving man a credit of work who was absolutely vile disgusting and just the epitome of like filth and i i will the the only credit i'll give to him is he did create a world in a universe that was very creative and i wish could be explored more so you, uh, lovecraft country did a good job at like so, taking that stuff and making it redeemable oh my, dan, dan Harmon did lovecraft country no 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 my no, 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 my no. question jake is you don't think he's gonna make fun of that at all in the comic I think because they're gonna because they're gonna do it. I think he is. I just the the issue is I don't. Dan Harmon's a really good creative, but I think he's a person with zero morals and zero integrity. When you think that child molestation is something to laugh at and that it should be funny, you're a disgusting person. Like someone yeah, should just I, beat the I guess crap I out of you. I just don't know the reference there. Yeah, like he he did a skit where that he was committing that act and he thought it was funny. Yeah. That's disgusting. It, it, I I'm not like I said I'm not big in the cancel culture or whatever. To me that's like a swing on site kind of a, a thing. That's completely different than cancel culture. That's, um, uh... Right. And then not only that too like like I said it's I don't trust what he does because he likes to push the envelope in offensive ways that aren't just like, like actually like Dave Chappelle pushes ways. things offensively in, in like a way that's uh, makes sense for his career. Right. I, I don't. Dan Harmon just seems to push things to push things. Yeah. And he doesn't like, so here, here's the thing. He, he's, right? a, he's a shock value guy. Yeah. Yeah. But and in, that's in, well, so so some of the stuff in Rick and Morty it pushes stuff, and you're like, "That's funny," right? But then they'll it's hit or miss though, because sometimes it pushes stuff, and you're like, "What was the point of that?" Well, right, and so like that's what I'm like a little like like thing with like the whole Rick and Morty thing in like getting involved with Lovecraft Country because here's the thing, it's not Lovecraft, Lovecraft literally wrote a song about how much fun it is to lynch and kill black people. He named his cat N Word Man because he wanted to degrade a group of people so much so that he thought genocide should be a thing that white families do for fun towards a specific group of people. That's disgusting. Lovecraft is a very disgusting person and anyone who enjoys his lore or anything that's involved with him, 
I hope that you just don't understand what he, the man stood for, you know, and you're just, uh, you're just unaware of it. And that's what it is a lot of the times, right? Because the ideas and the stories it comes up with, I will admit, are cool and intriguing. It's hard for me to be like, want to get in to read that stuff because of the things he stood for and like all the metaphors that he has in it. When Lovecraft Country came out, I was really excited because it, it, it had all that stuff in there, but it flipped the script on him in kind of like, uh, was a haha moment of like, <laughs> Guess what? You made this stuff to degrade us people. Well, we just flipped that around, and now we're completely making everything that you wanted it to be and not made it that, right? Uh, so that's that's just my that's just my thing. I, I think it would just be smart to not involve your intellectual property with someone who's just vile pieces of crap, right? Like Jojo Rabbit was funny because it made fun of Hitler. It didn't glorify him. Dan Harmon likes to glorify terrible, terrible things. And I may be putting way too much stock into this comic. I don't know if he's redeemed himself from. I think you're, I skit, think you are a bit, man, but I'm just, I'm, I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical. Well, I think you're really projecting a lot of stuff on this man. Like he's I, introducing some of the Cthulhu right, mythology. And I, and That's all he's using, but right. it's been well established. It's not like he's the first person to use it. And it's not like it's not yeah, already is, out there. Is it, isn't Cthulhu in the theme song? sequence for rick and morty it looks well it looks like a cathedral in the yeah yeah like i said i i I do very well admit that but like i said it's hard for me because of the things that dan Harmon's done because you've been burned in the past yeah so right no no, and that's fair but i'm just saying like i'm not saying like people need to boycott this like comic book series and not read it i'm just saying personally for me it's just sketchy you know it's hard for me to be like oh yeah like i'm gonna pick it up and read it like i'm very skeptical when he likes likes to do like tie in certain things because who knows he might go very much into the ideals of lovecraft's whatever i'm probably wrong i I will admit that but i'm very skeptical i don't like dan Harmon. i i think he's a douche yeah i feel like okay well that's fine but i feel like if they're gonna they're gonna make fun of that for sure. I hope so. I, I well, really no, the thing, the so. thing is that, like, they're, I genuinely don't, I think that Dan Harmon is a guy that likes to push the envelope and sometimes it pushes a little far. Um, like I said, some of the jokes are hit or miss. Some of them are like, oh, that's hilarious. Sometimes they're like, oh, wow, we shouldn't do that. <laughs> you went joke. there. Okay. You we're going there. there. All right. All right. Yeah. 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 Like I said, I'm, I'm probably just being a little, uh, but like I said, there's, a reason for it nonetheless it could be a good series it could be a really good rick and morty because like i said i've watched rick and morty some of the stuff is funny it's a good show you know i'm very skeptical when i watch it at first so i have to like you know ease into it but also i don't think a publisher would publish it if that was the case too you know um right well and like i said i i think that I'm just ranting. I just wanted. I'm, I'm not gonna. Lie. I just wanted to crap on Dan Harmon and be like, he's 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 a garbage person. Uh-huh. Moral of the story: Get your flames, get your torches, get your pitchforks. Head over to Dan Harmon's house. It's gonna be a party. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, that's most groups now. Yeah, like everybody hates Dan Harmon. He he takes everybody off once in a while. And what sucks is he created a community. That's what's really crappy about it. Because I love that show. 
but he did that terrible like act after he created community so i don't know maybe something happened to him who knows anyways we I, I we can talk about that all day but let's move on um some better good news right is so something that we've always advocated is supporting your local comic book shop your mom and pop shop you're making brick and mortar comic books um to go there and get them out we mentioned every wednesday go to your local comic book shop and buy some stuff um local comic comic shop day returns for its eighth year on november 23rd so that's really exciting it's super cool go out buy some comics support your local comic book shop because honestly fandom would not exist and have the the foundation it has without these guys you know our our local top fives and our local steves they're the ones who are basically uh they're they're the ones pushing this stuff they're the ones getting it out there you know all the marvel movies everything that's out there would not happen unless these guys existed and were able to get the content into our hands you know amazon's great all these stuffs are great but these local shops are what matters and they're the ones building communities within fandom um with that, in addition to that, uh, so um, Marvel has again decided to team up with this and create some variants for it. You know, um, for this, so there's a Miles Morales variant and then a Spider-Man variant um, for the local comic book shop day, which will be they're they're pretty cool looking. You know, very fun art, great art. Uh, so yeah. November 23rd, but I'm sure we'll talk about that some more as the, the date gets closer. And then uh, finally, last but least uh, for comic book news, uh, Miles Morales relaunches with a new Spider-Man title in December. Um, you know, at the end of the year, a lot of Marvel titles are rebooting. So uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man number one will, you know, be coming out this December. It'll be written by Cody Ziegler and then um, Federico Intesini, who's also doing the you know, the comic, local comic shop day uh, variants as well. And then... Uh, well, it's pretty exciting, too, because the last big stuff that Miles Morales was really involved in was, like, some of his early stuff. He hasn't really had a good solo series for quite a while. Yeah, and the nice thing, too, is, like, they're bringing him back to his, his roots of, like, you know, local, you know, street fights and being a street hero again, which is always nice to see any Spider-Man do, right? Because that's, like, that's how we fall in love with him is the street thugs and the, you know, the, you know, the, the shockers and the, you know, uh, wrecking crew type guys. So it's always great to see those type of type of storylines and have them do that, you know? Um, yeah. So cool, 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 cool. So, uh, comics list. All right. So the comics list, do we want to, Read them. Yes, read we them. will. We will read them. All right. So for our comics list, I got Dark Horse Comics right here. So I'll start. Go for it. We got Forty Seconds Trade Paperback Air Volume One Trade Paperback. Um, Avatar Adapt or Die Number Six of Six. Avatar: The Last Airbender Trade Paperback Box Set. Black Hammer, Volume 7, Reborn, Part 3, Trade Paperback. Blade of the Immortal Deluxe Edition, Volume 7, Hardcover. British Paranormal Society, Time Out of Mind, Number 4 of 4. 
Jenny Zero Two, number four of four. Leonida the Vampire Miracle at the Crow's Head, number one. And that's a one shot. Minor Threats, number two of four. Knight of the Ghoul, number one of three. Organisms from an Ancient Cosmos, hardcover. Shock Shop, number two of four. Survival Street, number three of four. And Tales from Harrow County, Library Edition, volume one, hardcover. Alrighty, and then for DC Comics, we've got Absolute Doomsday Clock, hardcover. Uh, American Vampire Omnibus, volume one, hardcover. Batman number 128, and a bunch of variants for that. Uh, Batman Nightwatch number two of five. Oh my gosh, my cell phone is freaking out. There we go. Uh, Batman The Long Halloween Haunted Night Deluxe Edition hardcover. Black Adam The Justice Society Files, Dr. Fate number one. And that's a uh, one shot, and variants for that. Uh, Constantine Distorted Illusions Trade Paperback. Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths number five of seven. And a bunch of variants for that as well. And then we've got Dark Crisis, The Deadly Green, number one, one shot. And then uh, Gotham City, year one, number uh, year, year one, number one of six. A uh, bunch of variants for that. Uh, Hardware Season 1, hardcover. I Am Batman, number 13. Uh, Joker, The Man Who Stopped Laughing, number one. Ooh, twist. <laughs> oh, wow, that has a lot of variants, too. Uh, Jurassic League, number five of six. And then um, uh, we got uh, Mad Magazine, number 28. Uh, Monkey Prince, number seven of 12. And a bunch of variants for that. Uh, Multiversity, Teen Justice, number five of six. Uh, Black Adam, oh, sorry, that's another variant. Uh, Poison Ivy, number four of six. And five of six for that. A bunch of variants. Uh, Superman number one, facsimile edition. Uh, Sword of Azrael number three of six. Task Force Z number 12 of 12. Trial of the Amazons hardcover. And Young Justice Targets number three of six. Nice. Uh, you got Image IDW? I got IDW. So we have Best of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Collection Volume 2 Trade Paperback, Dungeons and Dragons, Ravenloft Orphan of Agony, Isle Number 4. Uh, with some variant covers for that. That's honestly, I want to get some DD uh, titles. Uh, Earth Divers Number 1, uh, Star Trek Picard, Stargazer Number 2. We have some variants. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Saturday Morning Adventures Number 1. And then Transformers Beast Wars Volume 3, trade paperback, and Transformers Best of RC, number one. Yeah. And that's a one-shot. All right, then we got Im- Image Comic. What? <laughs> Image Comics. Maybe we have Image Comics. Uh, I can't hear by myself. Uh, we have Image Comics Three Keys, number one. Dark Ride, number one. Uh, Dead Lucky number three, Golden Rage number three, uh, Image First Farmhand number one, uh, Image First Gideon Falls number one, Image First Hellcop number one, Image First Ice Cream Man number one, Image First Marked number one, Image First Neo Noir number one, Joe Hill, uh, Joe Hill's Rain hardcover book plate. 
Oh my gosh, that's a book play. Uh, Joe Phil's Rain hardcover. I, I, I read the thing because I thought it was a comic. Uh, Junkyard Joe number one. Kayat number one. Uh, King Spawn number 15. Little Monsters volume one trade paperback. Loaded Bible volume two. Blood of My Own Blood trade paperback. Marika Adolfo, Sweet Paprika, Volume 2, Trade Paperback. Oblivion Song by Kirkman and <coughs> Di Felici, Volume 3, Hardcover. Ordinary Gods, Number 9, Revolvers, Number 1, Rogue Sun, Number 7, uh, That Texas Blood, Number 18, <coughs> Time Before Time, Number 17, Undiscovered Country, Number 21, Walking Dead Deluxe, Number 48, and that is everything. Two monsters. That's why I couldn't I hear did myself. A thing. <laughs> That's why I couldn't hear myself, you monsters. Happy birthday to me, I guess. That was, that was a very succulent reading of the, oh my God, the uh, comics list. I, <laughs> I couldn't hear it. That's why you turned it. You turned it off. I was trying to figure out. I thought there was technical Jake. difficulties, and then you. Nope, I turned you guys' headphones down so he wouldn't know what he sounded like for that whole list. <laughs> hey, tell us about Marvel, you monster. Uh, I will. Um, let me let me bring that up here for you. Jeez, um, Marvel Comics. Uh, and since he called me a monster, <laughs> we've got X Judgment Day number six, X Star Fox number one, um, X X Men number one. Amazing Spider-Man by Wells and Ramita Jr. Volume 1, World Without Love Trade Paperback. Ant-Man, number 404. Avengers Epic Collection, Volume 21, The Collection Obsession Trade Paperback. New printing. Black Panther Legends Trade Paperback. Bloodstone and the Legion of Monsters Trade Paperback. Captain America, Sentinel of Liberty, number five. Daredevil, number two, second printing. Edge of the Spider-Verse, number five of five. There's a few variants. Hulk variants. Hulk, number nine. Jane Foster and the Mighty Thor, number five of five. Marauders, number seven. Mighty Marvel Masterworks, The Black Panther, volume one. The Claws of the Panther trade paperback. Oh my gosh, that's a long title. <laughs> my... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Miracle Man, number zero. Miracle Man, the Silver Age, number one. Oh, that's a poster. Never mind. <laughs> New Fantastic Four, number five of five. Sabretooth, the Adversary trade paperback. Savage Avengers, number six. She-Hulk by Rainbow Rowell, volume one. Jen again, trade paperback. Spider-Man, number one. And a ton of variants, and a poster. Poster. Star Wars Legends, Epic Collection, The New Republic, volume six, trade paperback. Star Wars, The Mandalorian, number four. Tomb of Dracula, number one. Wakanda World of Black Panther Omnibus Hardcover and X-Men Red number 7.
Oh yeah, that that was perfect. You should have kept it. Go- I was gonna. Uh, I was gonna say something else after you're done in the demon voice. I'm sorry. Uh, it would have made Jake cringe. Succulent. <clears throat> perfect. Uh, that's thank you, Steve. All I can ever want. Uh, in you're welcome. Titan Comics. Uh, we have Blade Runner Black Lo- Lotus number three. I'm not. I can't. I can't do it if I can hear it. <laughs> Seriously. Sorry. <laughs> it distracts me too much. I literally can't. Alvin! Uh, Blade Runner Black Lotus number three. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Blade Runner Origins Volume 3 Burning Trade Paperback Cowboy Bebop uh, number one through four Virgin Pack. Uh, then. Gun Honey Blood for Blood number one. Um. That is everything. Pee pee poo poo. That's for you for later. Thanks. Thanks for that. Thanks. Oh, so I much. changed the sound. I Th- thank you for string theory. I, I really appreciate that. That was quite the contribution to. The- All right, let's go to. Uh, let's go to. Let's go to break. Let's go to break. We have sponsors you need to listen to about. Bye. More? You good? Are you guys more? Bone maybe master. maybe today's the day. Then oh my bones. gosh, this is really hard to scoop up. Okay. Cool. That's going to be like I don't want your hand cube. Oh. Yeah, I didn't Gelatinous so. <laughs> hand cube. All right. You I good? need a spoon. I'm good. I'm okay. Good. I still don't like it. Okay. That's fine. Oh, that that. So that one's going to be fine. Thank you for making a, a jello cake. Thank you so yeah, I was like, what's sugar-free? And I was like, oh, I'll just make a gelatinous cube cake. And that's I was like, that's actually I wish cool. there was a way to make it transparent. And then I was like, oh, wait, Jello exists. That's actually pretty cool, man. Stop. Here, I'll throw a hand and some bones for you. What is it? Here you go, buddy. And yes, we are recording. Oh, my gosh. Why are we recording? We're back. This main topic is brought to you by the edible gelatinous cube. Gelatinous cube ASMR. Bones and um, zombified hands. Um, oh, that's actually a pretty good flavor. Is that's a really good What's the cube. flavor? I'm confused. Gelatinous cube. Well, so in order to get the color, I mixed a blue and a green. So it's like blue raspberry and lime. It does good. have a little bit Blue of a lime snot berry. in some of it, too. Uh, I think that's because of the, the candy kind of... Well, mm-hmm. the candy got... Because when you get candy wet, it... Like, because the... Uh, she melts. Melts a little. Yeah. I mean, it, the, there, uh, there are some, like, blood stains in there, Bones and flesh cool. in there. Yeah. It's kind of dissolving and... Like a like a gelatinous cube? Yeah. Yeah. You guys are all funny. Are hard to chew. I am being dead serious. <laughs> cool, cool. So, uh, main yes. topic... Yeah. Um, okay. So this week we um, the 
this weekend we went to FanX and it was really, really cool. Yeah, it was Where fun. do we want to start? Do you want to start on the day one? The trip up? Oh. Trips up? Where do you want to start? <laughs> How do you want to divide this? Let's just start talking about... Let's, uh, I don't know. How let's do you start with day one. All right, stay with us. Let's, wa- let's, let's walk it through. Well, okay, so like... So day zero. Start with what you had for breakfast the day that you left Junction. Oh, um, oh. I old had, cuss. Oh, no. Well, no, when we left Junction, yeah, I had no. a breakfast burrito from uh, Best Love Coffee. I had Best Love Cookie, uh, Best Love Breakfast Cookies on Wednesday, and then I went to work. Oh yeah, What's yeah, up, no, breakfast yeah, cookie. Had... Um, so then I went to work. So I went to work and uh, drove. We drove off. Um, uh, we got out of town at about six. Got in. Uh, Oh. Well, no, we didn't get out of town at six. I, we got out of town at like six forty-five because I had to try to look for something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we drove up. It was a pretty uneventful drive. Yeah, it was a little bit rainy. It was a little bit tough getting out there. But once we got out there, I was pretty excited. Um, we got out. We got to the. Um, uh, <clears throat> we got out and we got to the. Um, we got out to the. Uh, Expo and it was, or we got out to Salt Lake. Um, we did stop for In and Out on the way there. Yeah, Woo, In Na- and Out. Naturally, we we did the same thing. So we uh, we got there a little bit before um, Matt and everyone else, uh, just so we could check in and, and get things settled. Yeah, if we were smart, what we'd do is because you guys always go there a little <laughs> earlier than us, we'd have you as our second people because you know you can tell say like so my friend's picking this up. And put their name down. Oh yeah, uh, on the order form. We could have had you pick up all the tickets. So to be fair, I didn't know that they were doing a pre-registration until after it was over. Oh really? Yeah, I have oh. no idea. Oh no, they're doing that. They, I know they do. They usually do that. We just never are there on time for it. <laughs> yeah, like never. Um. Anyways, so yeah, so we get there, we get you know all set up, we get things familiar. We uh, found out that we actually got a hot tub that works for once. Oh, that was exciting. That was really exciting. Because last year we didn't have a hot tub that worked. We had a hot tub that didn't work, and it was really sad. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, How old are you? Have you you tried breathing? Sad tub. (laughs) Like, what are you like? Have you eaten Jello before? No, he keeps slurping it. And every time he does, like I swear, I'm like seconds. No, I slurped that, and a bone like hit me in the back of the throat. <laughs> yeah, it's called karma. Suffer. Um. Anyways, so really, when we get there, it's kind of an uneventful night. We kind of like uh, talk about our cosplay stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so oh, also, we brought along somebody that hadn't been to a comic convention before. Yeah, um, actually, three people. Three people. Well, we brought along uh, Eva. Eva hasn't been to a comic convention before. That's uh, that was Jake, uh, not me. Uh, that's Kyle. That's, yeah, that's Rachel and his friend Eva. It was, it was yeah. definitely Jake, hundred percent Jake. More, Anyways, yeah. So yeah. So that was a. Uh, so we we had a, a much much bigger group than we're uh, than we were. It was com- so big. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so we wake up. Uh, we go to Old Cuss. We drink some root beer chai. Uh, we ate some shrooms. We um, did eat mushroom jerky, and it was actually it was really it was amazing, really good. like oh. way better than it was supposed to be. Yeah, it was so like yeah. Okay, so my buddy Fife owns a coffee shop in Salt Lake, so I was like, "Hey guys, we got to hit this place up. You guys are gonna like the root beer chai." So we do that, and he's roasting. He's like, "Hey man, I made some jerky. You want to try some?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, f yeah." So I grab a whole. He's like, "Grab like grab a whole thing for the table." So I grab a whole thing for the table. 
Um, we were sitting there eating it, and I'm like, man, this is really good. He's like, yeah, it's made out of mushrooms. And I'm like, what? Yeah, he's like, he's like yeah, you want to grow some mushrooms? Um, <laughs> and I was really confused because I was like, this does not taste like mushrooms at all. Like, it tasted like jerky, and I was yeah. mind blown. It was it was really, I hate mushrooms, too. You, you were mind blown by the mushrooms, you say? Yeah. Nice. So you went out to the desert and had a experience on mushrooms? Yeah, so I completely... Did you go to Candyland? I, mi- I completely missed the first day of the convention. No. Just uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> high on mushrooms. So we got breakfast, we got down there. A big group kind of made it a little slower to get out in the morning. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it was more the afternoon by the time we were over yeah. there. So, but we got there in time. We got there before the line was really long so we were able to get registered and get our stuff pretty quickly mm-hmm. um we got the gold passes this year so that was a really cool thing to experience we got some pins mm-hmm. um, we, got in, stuff. we got in an hour early yeah we yeah. got in to get in an hour early and basically it was like maybe 20 minutes before we actually were able to um you know get in the door mm-hmm. and start checking things out and so our the only itinerary that we really had from the moment we walked in was to go to Wild Bill's to, to grab a cup because that line tends to be... Uh, it, it can get kind of big the first day, and yeah. they sell out of those mugs quick. Yeah, so, so fast. And so we, we basically had two goals um, that morning was to grab our shirt because we want to make sure they got the sizes and the design that we wanted, and mm. we wanted to get our uh, collector's mug. Because they actually were already out of the shirt and size that I wanted. Yeah. Already. So. So I had to get a different shirt. I got a different shirt. I like this shirt. But it was a good reason, right? Because like you're, you're getting healthier and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was kind it of was funny. Like, it was bittersweet. You're it, was, like... it was a little bittersweet because it was funny because like, because um, I'm like, because uh, yeah, I'm like, like, yeah, we only got 4X. I'm like, oh man, I got all the way down. I got down to 3X. Darn it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, congratulations on doing better. Suck it. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, we grabbed we grabbed that stuff, and then we kind of did what we always do on day one, which was uh, scout the floor, get a get a layout for the show floor, figure out the panels, um, just you know, so we can uh, so we know where things are at, right? It's, right. It's kind of like we did reconnaissance on first on day one. Um, it always starts a little bit later. Um, and so the first day was at one started for one for us. Yeah. Yeah, and. So I th- for everybody else, it opened at 2 on um, Thursday. So we got in there at 1. We got a lot of... We got to talk to a lot of artists and a lot of, like, vendors. Um, that's our big, like, talk to vendors day and, like, you know, geek out on stuff. Yeah. Um, kind of figure out <clears throat> what's uh, possible for us to, to buy as far as, like, our, our wish list goes. You know, like, am I going to be able to get the statues, pop figures? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Pop figures were really weird this year. In the previous years, they've been all over the place and decently priced. Uh, mostly anime pops and pops specifically to the voices of characters that were going to be there. Yeah. And for some reason, instead of us like actual vendors of like fandom items and accessories, there was a lot of scalpers that. Uh, made their way into the, uh, well, the convention, were, which is which is fine because you you pay to play, right? Well, no, so there's a lot of people that are you know there's certain vendors that like you know they'll vend, they'll their prices will be maybe ten dollars higher for a convenience fee, right? Basically, you're paying about ten bucks more, but you're getting it right now. Um, but there was a there was a Funko Pop that Alexa was looking for, and uh, I 
I, Jake's been uh, Jake's been uh, very good at like showing off like, hey, you should uh, you should look these up. So I looked up the Funko Pop number. I just like Google searched it, and the one that the Batman that Alexa was looking at was the animated series of Batman. It was going for a hundred dollars. It should have been more like twenty seven. Uh, or thirty-seven. Yeah, no, dude. Summer. This this guy had ridiculous, like literally a thirty-seven dollar pop, and he's like a hundred dollars. Yeah, and there was like there was like seven dollar Funko. There was Funko pops worth five dollars because they decreased in value, sixty, seventy bucks. Are you serious? Like yeah. this guy was insane. And How the much? and the reason I think for it is because you walk right when you walk in through the general admission doors, he's the first Funko pop stand there. Yeah. Right. Yep. So yep. naturally, you know, you <clears> see there, you're all. You, you like you're ready to spend money. You uh, you literally have money burning through your pockets, and that's like the first place you're gonna be like, oh, they have this pop I've been looking for. I'm just gonna it, do it, it. It did feel like he was going for hype. I um, I bet he made a killing too. I bet he did. Well, he's got a you know he you know he sells like four or five of those, and that's his boot. You know, it's most of his booth rent for the day. Yeah, and so it was it was just insane. And like I said, I think. There's only a handful of Funko Pop vendors. Um, the one where I get my statue, like I've gotten two statues from there. They were pretty fair at their pricing, um, especially if you bundle. And then the one guy that uh, the guy know, that we ended up buying from, yeah, yeah, he was he was really fair. I mean, he well, he was undersold. Some he stuff. was knocking. He, well, his stuff was a decent price. It like felt like a fair price for everything. He was going for like market value. Yeah, so. market value are around there, and I mean. Yeah, so he, he might have bought some of those at like seven, eight dollars, but they're worth the twenty dollars. You know, they might be worth twenty eight. He's selling them for twenty. Yeah, you know, and and sometimes he'll you know he'll knock them down. So he's making his uh, <coughs> he's still making profit, right? Like because these guys need to make their money back. Um, but so and then so that that was basically our day one. Uh, we finished day one with our uh, Jane Silent Bob. Mm. I mean, not sorry, not Jane Silent Bob. Um, the, the clerks panel the, with, the, with Brian. Yeah, Brian and what's the other guy's name? I keep, I always forget his name. Um, the guys that are the actual clerks in Clerks, right? Yeah. Uh, um. So Jeff I, I Andrews, can't remember so, the for life of me either. I yeah, keep no, forgetting so, their. So with Brian, so with, with Brian and uh, Jeff Anderson. Yes. Um, on there, and it was a it was a really fun <laughs> panel, right? Um, and. What I would really appreciate about FanX is although FanX is a very family friendly event, they allow the stars to be themselves and they were very appropriately saying like, Hey, this isn't you know if you've yeah. seen Kirk clerks or if you know who like you know the thing. You know we are like, yeah. Like, hey your kids shouldn't be here. Yeah, like hey, uh this is good we're gonna talk how we normally talk. So it, this is you know, you know, he literally was like, Hey, so we're gonna talk how we normally talk. And uh, if you've ever seen Clerks, it's not really a kid's movie, so... Bye. You got some kids, they're the doors, right there. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> um. So, and it was it was really cool. It was really cool hearing them talk about Clerks and the other stuff that they were doing and just the experiences of that. So, um, what, so one of them had a thing where um, he made a joke on Twitter that um, Lord of the Rings was a three-hour movie about taking a walk. <laughs> so oh, no. it, so here's the thing that's not even the best part right so since then like they do a lot they do the convention circuit and stuff like that um so there was a string of conventions where they were doing all the conventions with the lord of the rings and the hobbit cast members so this is what would happen they would go to jeff anderson and have him sign like the lord of the rings box set and pop figures and stuff like that 
and then go to the Lord of the Rings cast members and have them sign it as well. Oh no! Yeah, that's pretty. Funny. And they would get like, well, they didn't get like actually mad, but they'd be like, "Are you serious? Like, this guy has signed more Lord of the Rings memorabilia than we have." <laughs> and so, like, people would want to do photo ops with him and the Hobbits. So somehow, oh, somehow, he got roped in with the Lord of the Rings cast, even though he has nothing to do with it over one tweet. And he, the power uh, of a hit tweet. Yeah, yeah he's, yeah, he's a huge sure. Lord of the Rings fan. He was just being like sassy as his character. For sure. Um, so, as Randall does. So, Rachel, what did you guys do when we separated from you? Did you do anything fun? Anything cool? Um, I mostly just introduced Eva, who is my friend, who had never been to a con before. What's her real name? <sighs> Simp. Thank you. Is she Eva 1? Two, no, no, her, her, name, her name is Simp. Her name is Simp. Um, <clears throat> and I guess I will be calling her that for the rest of the time. So I took Simp around um, the convention. <laughs> Can you hold yes! Up? Yes! Her is, real is name. Is she listening to the podcast? She is now. Good. Is she yeah. really? Good. She, she says she'll listen to this episode. Oh, no. <laughs> we're sorry. Uh, no, we're very, not. very no, sorry. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. You know what you did. You know. You know. <laughs> So anyway, I just walked her around. I got to take her um, to all the um, alumni booths, stuff that we usually go to, things okay. we really like to see. Got to take her to the Doctor Who experience that they have there with the TARDIS and oh, the, all yeah. the um, like all the screwdrivers and the costumes. She absolutely loved that. Uh, we actually ate food. Um, unlike oh, yeah. Matthew and Jake, who consistently just for, kept forgetting to eat lunch, like we, every no, we, day. No, we skipped meals to like go to <laughs> go to panels. They're like, we're gonna hardcore this part. This. Yeah, I think we. It's, it's what you call being professional. I don't think we ate a lunch the entire time. We were yeah, there. actually, no, they didn't so, eat lunch any no, day. I had, I had pizza cones after you left, <laughs> but the only oh. time I ate. Probably throughout the entire weekend was when we made uh, carne asada, but we'll get to that later. It's okay. called doing your job. Oh yeah. Unfortunately, we starved for fandom. I mean, here's the thing like, (laughs) yes, like, yeah, I would like to eat lunch, but also, like, I have with my stuff, I have challenges for lunch, so challenges for finding lunch, anyways. So, so anyway, yeah, yeah, so um, I just got to take it around, super awesome, cool, it's a good time. So, that was uh, that was day one, and then uh, we went home. Um, we did knock off a little earlier on the first day <laughs> because I think all the like non-convention people were getting a little overwhelmed. Oh yeah, Eva was so like Who? Uh, Who? So, I'm so sorry. No. Um simp the simp was a little Well, so we had a like, we had, simp, yeah, like, we had Alexa's <laughs> parents, we had Alexa's brother and Okay, so I I have to I have to talk about that. <laughs> so like I get to I get with Alexa's parents. I'm like, "Hey, we're going to stick together. We're going to this is the game plan." Oh my gosh. And they're, they're so like, "Yes, yes, that. like totally." Love it. Like awesome. We get there, and I love Alexa's mom, but I, good lord, it I was going to buy her a child backpack because we weren't even in the convention floor for five minutes. I turned around, she's she's effing she, gone, it has disappeared, I, lost child in the street. So I'm like, whatever. When we were screw trying to, it, so I'm on a mission. Forget them. We were on our way to leave because like, we were on our way to leave <laughs> on the first day. Yeah, that on was the first day, and we lost her four times. Four times. Oh, no. So I got to the point I was on the like, way I out. I told Alexa, I was like, wow. "You need to grab your mom's hand and hold it." So Alexa runs back, grabs her hand, and every time she tried to pull back, Alexa was like, "No, hold her hand," and we had to escort her. No, out. we had to be like, <laughs> she we had to, we had just to... wandering off like a child. No, she just she's got so excited. Oh, she, no, she sees something cool to look at, and yeah, there's lots of cool stuff. Ooh, we had to. Con- Dude, we it's had an to, uh, 
ADHD uh, kid's nightmare. We had to convince her, like, hey, it's going to be here tomorrow. It'll still be yeah, here. Yeah, I told her, I was like, there's going to be more. Are you sure? So, are we, you sure? Yes, yeah, so we get home. Yeah. Um, and then I. Yeah, think... she wasn't like that, but it was like she just like saw something and she'd stop. And, you know, we're trying to run night. You know, we got like. We're know, like, we want to leave. We have a crew of nine people, mind you. Keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, we're going through, and all of a sudden we have eight. Yeah. Where's uh, where's her mom? It's like it's like when you play a video game and you're like with a group of people and one person keeps dying, so you have to like stop and wait for them and then stop. Yeah, <laughs> don't look at me. Yeah, no, I just like I, I look at you because I remember like when we were playing Mario and like, yeah, I know I Nathan, suck at this no, game. No, Nathan, Nathan too. Nathan had some new times too. Where, remember, I remember very distinctly. He wouldn't pop the bubbles. Because if he if he didn't pop the if bubbles, you play, if you were playing Mario the yeah. the Wii one where you go into a bubble, yeah, I wouldn't pop those because I'm like, no. Nah. And he'd accidentally pop them and be like, oh my god, another life gone. It was um, really fun playing with yeah, Matt when I was a kid. So anyway. we we get home and then uh, I think what did we? That's when we did Carne, right? Oh, yeah, it was so that good. Was that was the first night. night yeah. yeah. So we we had like a family dinner. My friend uh, Isaac came over. And somehow my father-in-law convinced him to throw his pants and socks in the fire. And so he had to go to work the next day without pants what? and socks. And that was a whole other adventure. Yeah. Wow. Um, classic uh, Mexican barbecue. Let me just tell you that. Okay, so <laughs> so we should be better. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, so we wake up, we get to day two. Uh, cosplay day. Cosplay day. So the, yeah, so the, <clears throat> the first day I did dress up as a wizard. So mind you, all this is happening while I'm carrying around wearing a wizard yeah. outfit. Um, so day two was um, day two was cosplay day for Rachel and Eva, and that was our Kevin Smith <coughs> photo op day. Yeah, so we are sim. Sorry, yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> so um, so 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 day two, yeah. So my my mission was to get everything signed, um, and so like basically for I like ditch everyone because I'm like I'm on this mission. I gotta do this. I gotta get these signatures. So I get to the point where I get to go to Kevin Smith, right? And then um, somehow his signature sold out before I can get to it. And I'm like super bummed out. And so I'm like going in, checking and making sure that uh, I can get a signature. And then um, while I was doing that, I bought Matt his birthday present, the sword. And he went to go get it signed. I went to go get it checked. Anyways, so <clears throat> I finally get to a chance to get his signature, right? And the lady's talking to me. Someone dropped like dipped out and they were like yeah give your ticket to someone she was gonna she was gonna give me the ticket so i wasn't even gonna have to pay for the signature right oh so dang this oh man and i i effing hate these people right and I, and i'm not saying this to be insensitive but there are people who are actually handicapped that have issues getting around and when you have decided not to take care of yourself and you are considered handicapped because of that I really don't have sympathy for you. Well, and Anyways, there's also there's also something to how entitled that person was acting. Too. Yeah. So here's the thing, right? There's a massive line for Kevin Smith's signature. Massive. Like it took up ninety percent of uh, uh, the celebrity celebrities row. So this dude plows through in his wheelchair. Granted, like this guy hasn't left his bed in years because of how bad it is, right? Like he hasn't seen sunlight. Um, he plows through. The, the celebrity row line cuts everyone, you know, and the lady's like, hey, you need a ticket. And he's just like, he's like, no, I don't. And she's like, well, you do like, you know, you have to buy your signature and then wait in line. 
And he's like, well, I'm ADA. And he's, she's like, cool, like, you still need to buy a ticket. And he's just like, well, I don't want to buy a ticket. And um, she's like, well, you do. And then he's like, fine, I'll buy a ticket. And she's like, well, it's sold out. So he decides to plow through her. Like, straight up just... Run, runs her over? Yeah. And so... <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. And so, yeah. so, and here's the worst part. There was at least 200 and something people waiting for Kevin Smith. They shut it down. Yeah. Like, he screwed wow. it up for everyone. And I was pissed. I was so mad. Because, like, Lee is literally like... And I'm like... You know, I'm about to I'm about to get the effing golden ticket. I'm about to get that effing signature, yo. And yeah, yep, he just one, messed one up. One entitled jerk bag ruins it for yeah. Him. So, I, anyways, so I was like kind of really bummed out. Like I'm not gonna lie, like it almost kind of ruined my day. Um, and then, uh, you know, we we do some we do we did a, a panel. What panel did we do? Um. So. Um, sh- so we did our oh yeah yeah no go ahead we did because we did the panel because Jake went to do the signature oh we, my god yeah we got to go see Shatner oh yeah we saw Shatner but before Shatner oh Jason Mewes we before Shatner uh, I don't know I, I missed the Jason Mewes panel because of this too, so that, that was the panel. um the my uh, hero I didn't get to see oh yeah we got to see that part of that one. No, oh, my wait, hero no. was on the last day. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking of. No, we no. are thinking of. Uh, it was it was William Shatner. Oh, no, no, it was, it was the one the, before Shatner. The, oh my there God. was no one before. William it was Shatner. Jason Mewes. I'm pretty. It was Jason. No, it, no, it was something. It was something I wanted to see. I can't remember o'clock. what it was. Because it was at eleven, and we like ran out because we're like, oh. we're gonna make this, and we then, were a little bit late to it. Yeah. Uh, oh. That I, was the um the psych psych panel. Yeah, which. How Much that? love. Um, you know, they are not as entertaining as uh, <laughs> as others. Sean and Gus. They're, they're, they, no, they're they fine, know? and they have a they podcast. Are, yeah, but so they talk together a lot. So it's not like they're as excited. Yeah, right. Maybe like if we had a panel together, like, but it was just us. Yeah, we talk normally like this. Right, but. This is fun for maybe people to listen to, but it's not as much of a big room type <laughs> Right, thing. right, yeah. They weren't big room energy, but it was, like, really cool to be there. Yeah. I really do like them. So. No, that's cool. Yeah. So I, I know during that time, uh, Lex and I did Tom Kavanaugh. Uh, you guys may know him as the Reverse Flash. Um, he's also directed Arrow episodes and Flash episodes. He was a really mm, cool guy. Yeah. Super awesome. Hilarious. Um, he did admit that he does very, very inappropriate and life-threatening pranks on the set. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, well, you guys, somebody goes to recording, so I'm not going to say that just in case they press charges one day. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm gosh. sure that's not that's the funny. actual case, wow. but I could, I could tell you, um, he, uh, he messes with the cast a lot because I guess he says it's easier to throw them off. Um, especially cause they're like a well-oiled machine on the set of, uh, the, CW stuff, but we'll get to that. So that's part of the thumbnail. Uh, um, our second thing was Shatner. Our, the thing that we so basically we were they're like we were going to leave and like after we were done with the psych panel, but then they're like, yeah. So next is William Shatner. So the, <laughs> night, the day before when we'd gone to the um, clerks panel, they told us sit in the red seats if you have the gold passes. That's not the case. That they that was a that was wrong. They're lying. Yeah. So um so we were so you're supposed to go through the zip queue to get to those red seats. Um, so we ran up there and sat in the red seats and then there was like, after we had sat down and many other people had as well, they, there was a, they got like on people they're like, Hey, these are for zip queue only. And we're like, 
Yeah, but that, they but they didn't say please move. So I have another I story about that. But that's for day three. That is for day used, three because I'm gonna let you rant they, about that. I'm upset about do it. Green seats for zip queue and gold for red for VIP and gold. So yeah. they changed some things this year. Anyways, so we do Don Cavanaugh. You do your panel. Yeah, I'm super frustrated. Um, we I think oh, we okay, went so. to we went to this really good Mexican whoa, restaurant. Whoa, 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 okay. But we are going really fast. We're going way fast because there because there's this. My signature story happened as well. Oh yeah. Oh Tell yeah. Us. Okay, so um so Jake got an early birthday present and I got that sword to get signed. Um the Zorro sword because uh Christopher Spot was gonna be there. Uh you might know him if you've basically listened to anything if you any have watched any ever. dubbed anime. <laughs> yeah. He's all in that. my Zorro All my hero uh, my hero Vegeta. All my homies and, love and Piccolo. Piccolo. Yeah, yeah see, Vegeta. you got it. Piccolo Vegeta. Piccolo. Um, he's also Armstrong. Oh, oh and you mean Alchemist. you mean Gohan's real dad? Facts. Uh, yeah. Amen. He's Gohan, Gohan's uh, uncle and real dad. All facts, uh, no printer. <laughs> anyways, so... Green dad. Green dad is real dad. Um, <laughs> anyways, so I went to go get that signature. So I was in the... Green daddy. Overflow line. There was a line, and he's got a big line too. So there was an overflow. So I was standing in the overflow, and this lady that was a team member... Decided that she she goes oh you four come on over to this line and I thought that they were like separate like there was just like six lines and they're just gonna pull somebody from each no that was not the case they put they pulled me into the VIP line and all the people standing in the regular line noticed I uh, bet they did and they wanted to kill us and I, I bet didn't they did. I didn't realize what was going on and I'm just like looking around and I'm like and then some guys like was like talking to the guy in front he's like. Yeah, you guys really shouldn't be up here, huh? Right? Like, did you get a VIP? And I looked around, and I looked behind me, and I looked on the ground. I'm like, and I looked at the clearly marked line that says VIP. I'm like, oh. So I go to get back into the regular line, because they were trying to move us up from the um, from the overflow to the regular line. That's where we should have gone. So I went to go get to the regular line. Somebody else was standing in the overflow at this point. He's like, hey, don't cut the line. And I'm like... I'm supposed to be here. I was there, and now I'm here. And I got backed up by somebody in the line. They're like, "Yeah, no, no, no. He's doing the right thing. You let him, let him in." Um, but that's good. Uh, I thought they were gonna kill me. I was like, "I'm like, this lady tried to kill me. She definitely tried yeah, to get me it's, killed." Uh, so Fanex has grown a lot, and they've been really good at. Uh, Usually, they've been pretty good with their volunteers, but this year they had some issues. Yeah, and I think they just didn't. Um, like they must I, have had some volunteers show up from, from Denver? the last Denver con. Yeah, yeah, for real, man. I think what it is is like they just they were trying out some new stuff and they didn't. Uh, well, they are they did get taken over by a new company. Remember? Yeah, right? yeah. So yeah, so Siegfried and Jensen didn't produce it. It was Dan Far Productions. Yeah. So some things changed. Um, but these these are just small things. They were minor. I mean, honestly, if you didn't know better, you might not know that yeah. it was a different company. And, I mean, the only reason we know better is because we've. You know, been on like the production side of things because you know press and stuff like well, that. Well, we yeah, and, and we follow this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. so th- we've noticed it. But if you were just a regular passer goer, it was it wouldn't have affected your experience at all. It was all chaotic. Um, yeah. Anyways, so we're, we're both kind of having like eh days for the convention. Um, oh no 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 no! I got to I got Christopher Sabat to take a selfie with me, and I got a signature. Yeah, but so like, I, got, best I was on cloud nine. Ever. I was on cloud nine after you, that. You already, you yeah. almost got murdered though. That's I did, worth but it. Yeah. it was worth it. So we, worth uh, it. so we go to a Mexican so restaurant. We we had some delicious food. It was fantastic. Uh, it was a restaurant that uh, Alexa's dad every five seconds told us we had to eat there. So we ate there. It was pretty um, good. It was really good. So 
we yeah, yeah. we book it back. Um, I know. I feel like, like we're missing a very a, important part yeah. of this story. Please, tell me the important part. Um, I was covered in blue paint this entire oh. time. Oh yeah, yeah. tell us and, about your cosplay. No, as, soon as, as soon as your cosplay day, but if you, I was gonna go back to you. And oh guys, you, shout like, out the Comic Tech Six One Six Instagram. I'm on there. Yeah. I'm the blue one. Yeah, you'll find it real fast. So are are you blue? Daba di daba die. So Rachel, so Rachel has Rachel made a Jinbei cosplay. Jinbei, and I gotta say that it was really. It's I gotta I gotta say on here um, that I'm kind of I'm extremely impressed by it because it is all made by hand. Like yeah, so she made every piece. I'll tell you guys this. Every time Rachel's done a cosplay, it's very impressive. She did a Lady Loki that is very well done. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you guys this and, and I'll tell you this, Rachel, you should start pursuing doing cosplay as like a fun profession, uh, start an Instagram and TikTok cause your cosplay is very good, especially for someone who doesn't have all the equipment and the expensive stuff and like the, the time to like put in hundreds of hours. It's very well done. The fact that you had fish fingers and it was impossible for you to hold coffee was very impressive. <laughs> it was really chaotic. It was really rough. No, but it was dedication. It was really well done. Like you do a fantastic job. So, I, guys, for real though, like Rachel Rachel's done pulled some very impressive cosplays even last minute. Eva did a pretty good. Uh, she made a fantastic oh, squirrel one. <laughs> sorry, uh, Simp also did a, a pretty not good uh, Princess Leia like the. The white dress. Yeah, yes. she had a very. Oh man, I, had, the buns are really perfect. I wish we could tell the Princess Leia story about uh, Jason Mewes. No, I'll tell you guys after hours. <laughs> no, it's, a little it's inappropriate. Not, it's, it's yes, very inappropriate. <laughs> yes, it is. But it's it's classic oh, yeah. Carrie Fisher though. Um. Anyways, so yeah, yeah. Rachel did a amazing cosplay fantastic as always. Yeah. Me and Eva were walking around in cosplay all day, which I wasn't really expecting anybody. Like, can't just say the One Piece. The One Piece community has shown up in Fanex like like so many, yeah. so many Luffy's. I was I've never seen a One Piece cosplay before at a con like Denver and Salt Lake, and everybody there was in like like I had like saw so many people who were just dressed up. Yeah, in I, One Piece, and I was like, what? What, what I've noticed about with Fanex is people like to cosplay based off of the the guests that are going to be yeah. there. Yeah. Which is really cool, you know, because it kind of like themes things out for the convention. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um. Anyways, finally, the, the thing I've been wanting to talk about. So I, I got a photo op, right? And I, I, I'm going to start with this, right? So you know the saying that says never meet your heroes, right? Sometimes <laughs> that's, a, that's very much the case, right? Because they either aren't the people that they really appear to be or they're complete total a-holes or it's just a completely, um, I guess... It ruins the Bad experience. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you, you get let down. So I'm I'm already frustrated at this point. You know, I'm kind of bummed out. I'm not really having I'm having fun, but like not as much fun as I was expecting for day two. And so we get to the Kevin Smith panel. Of course, I'm super excited. And <sighs> dude, he's this. Oh man, he's so, he's so cool. We got the photo op because I happened first. Um, yeah, talk about that man because that was yeah. So we're we we go in there and uh, right off the bat, like he's hugging every single person. Like the dude is super kind, very sweet, um, very just like soft hearted. So um, both, both Kevin Smith and Jason Hughes were the coolest people, kind of the ever. coolest dudes. It's weird because they're the opposite. So like, sil- so Kevin 
plays Jay in the movie, and Jay plays Kevin. So, like... Personality-wise. Yeah, personality-wise. So, like, Silent Bob is really Jason Mewes, and Kevin Smith is really uh, Jay. It's, like, it's weird. They, like, play each other. But you can tell they're really, like, that's how they're friends. Anyway, so we meet... We go up to there, and, um... You know, I'm, like, I'm starstruck. I'm, like, dude, this is this guy's my hero. And so I told him... I was like, dude, it's such an honor to meet you. It's super awesome. He's like holding my hand. I'm like, so we uh, we started this podcast because of something you said. And he's like, oh, that's so cool. He's like, he's that's so cool. I was like, he's yeah. Like, was no, like, he said, was it? Uh, oh, what was it? He asked how many episodes we were and what yeah. our name was. And then I was like, yeah, I met my best friend because of the things you said and because of this podcast. And uh, this is pretty cool, man. Yeah, they're like, where is he? Yeah, and the eternal was like, oh, he's right there. Um, and, uh, Matt said that he, I, I was a starstruck, so I didn't yeah, pay attention. But like, no, when you mentioned that you took it, like, you're like, yeah, I took your advice and started a podcast with some friends and you could see his face light up. Like it was really cool. It meant a lot to him. And then he kind of just, it, it seemed like it did. I mean, I don't, I, I don't yeah. know his intention. So he but, like, he like grabbed my hand and like pulled me in for another hug. And I was just he like, gave, he, Aww. he literally gave a second hug. Yeah. Like, I was, I almost cried. Cause I was like, dude, I think he's only contractually obligated for one greet hug. hug yeah. Like, thing. like, like an I five, a high five. Yeah. Um, I'm already tearing up thinking about it. Cause, um, cause like I said, dude, it's like you, you meet your heroes and you meet the people that inspire you to do things in like in fandom and, for me personally, I feel like since uh, Stanley's passed away, Kevin Smith has become like kind of like the new Stanley. Like he is the um, inheritor of fandom to take care of it. Right, he's the new guardian of it, and to kind of just meet someone like that who exceeded your expectations for meeting him was phenomenal. Because like I was terrified. I was like, I'm going to say this, and what if he thinks I'm like I'm a total a hole or I'm just some joke? No, or he was he was thrilled by it, man. And the fact that he felt like, like a, he was like a proud dad um was so awesome man it was uh it was such a cool experience and uh you know jason Hughes was also super pumped and he was like super cool and uh they were just the nicest dudes like they are exactly who they are who they like come off to be on tv and television and so much more uh kevin smith when he says he really loves his fans and that he really loves the people in fandom he he means it like he's not like i think he really undersells how much it means to him like you know when he's like he's like yeah guys start a podcast and do your thing like just do it he's not just like lightly hearting stating it like if it was up to him he would like sabotage your job in life to make you pursue the things that you want to do in fandom because that's how much he wants to see people just thrive in it you know so anyways so we do that and then uh we immediately book it over to the ballroom because we got ready for the Kevin Smith panel. Um, by the him. way, uh, Kevin Smith drinks liquid death. So, bonus. Of course he does. <laughs> um, nice. So, you know, and he just... Uh, he's so cool, so right? So he... Uh, <laughs> so, he had a long line of people, right? And not only did he go way over the panel time limit and we got out super late... Um, but I will tell you this for those who are like, oh, well, comic tacos on rabbit trails or whatever. We are, <laughs> we are so within the rails. It's not even funny. We're like Comparatively, turning yes. signals Compared when we need to, him, yeah. like we are merging appropriately. Like we are arriving five minutes early. Like he is like, 
We just forget to use our turn signal sometimes. Dude, yeah. he's bad. So like, <laughs> he at one point he went on this huge rabbit trail and he's been like, so did I at, did I answer your question? Like he forgot what even the question yeah, was. Yeah, we all forgot what the question was because the <laughs> rabbit trail was so good. We were all so enthralled. No one knew what he was talking about. Yeah. So he just like he just told these stories and. And so, like, they'll be like, oh, Kevin, what's your favorite food? And I'm like, you know, this one time I was working at Clerks and Jason Muse was coming over and we were doing the podcast and blah, 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 blah. And then he'll maybe mention, like, Doritos and then go off about how uh, when he was filming Dogma, Chris Rock did something funny. Like, it was so much fun, but classic Kevin Smith um, on there. It was, uh, yeah, it was just, it was really cool. So that was a uh, day two of the convention. Uh, best day so far on there. Um, the photo op turned out great, by the way. I don't know if you guys saw it. So yeah. I was worried. I was like, Man, I'm going to look yeah. so stupid. Oh, and then Alexa pointed thrilled. out, and she's like, Oh, you did. No, yeah. And I was like, I like looked at it. I was like, Why do I always look like I'm like gang posing? And I'm because like, You yeah. never smile. Because you are. <laughs> so like sometimes um. I intentionally do it, but now I'm like cholo stand like right off the bat. I'm like, That's just like. I just subconsciously do it. It's funny because so resting face. He had a big story too because he met yeah because at this convention he actually met Steve from Blues Clues, the guy that plays Steve. Oh yeah, was there. Um, He did what I did for Steve. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's like, I raised my kid with you, man, and he's all. (laughs) So Steve from Blues Clues was his hero that he met. Wow. He was crying. It was so funny the way he was talking about it. He's like, I was crying. He's like, yeah, I met Steve from Blues Clues. (laughs) <laughs> dude um, I, I feel that man I, I loved Blue Clues when I was yeah kid. so day three I, I totally um, feel that you guys went to the Stranger Things panel right oh my gosh so how, good how was that um well I guess you kind of so, realize that sometimes they don't even need to cast a yeah. good actor to play a character so, they just need to cast the person the because guy Argyle pl- the guy that plays Argyle yeah. just is himself except for on Stranger Things he doesn't say the F word as dude, much dude that kid he cursed a bunch, but it's he okay. He's going so hard with the cousin, and I was like, "Does he not know? Like, does he not know? Yeah, he's he not got, supposed to like, do that, bro. Have you checked what state you're in? No, no, but he, I think like he got, saying poo poo is a bad word. I think, I, well, I think it's just it's just it was just so enlaced in the way he talks. You know, there's some people like that. Yeah, and it's just it's just the way. Yeah, it's the way they talk. Um, I mean, have you heard me talk? Like, if we weren't on this podcast, like. And yeah. we're trying to be professional. It, mm. Yeah, know, it's tough. I know. I, it'd I, be wiener and poop jokes like every five minutes. struggle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is like, yeah, he, but I think he got warned a couple times, but yeah, it, basically, he didn't need <laughs> the guy to kept like, leaning over. He's like, yeah, um, <laughs> we did have the guy that plays Dustin. He was a little bit late to the panel. I'm not sure why we missed the we missed the like first two minutes of the panel, so we missed the like explanation. But it's because we were coming into the convention center. It was the first thing. Yeah, it's weird that they had it at ten a.m. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah it was weird. They were like, a, they should be like middle day main event type of a panel. Yeah. It really should have been. I mean, to be fair, the, the 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 only they only had one of the main cast members, mm. or what we I would call the main cast members, right? Which but was still. Dustin. Yeah. Um, they had the, the girl that played Chrissy too. Yeah. It's kind of funny. So, Cause like she was, I mean, she's still really involved with the show. Like even like with the cast and the everything, even though she is a smaller role. So I, I have to ask you, did someone legitimately ask her if Chrissy ever woke up? 
Someone asked a question that was very similar. Yeah. Um, it was... I think it was, does Chrissy ever wake up? Or do you like the song or something like that? Oh, no. It was like, do you like the Chrissy wake up song? She's like, yeah, I'll be playing it even when it dies. Even if everybody else hates it, it's, I will be singing Chrissy wake up. It's her theme song. It, it is. Yeah. I, if my question, if I, if I had that, I would have been that a-hole that I'm like, uh, my, uh, my question's for so-and-so. Uh, are you awake now? <laughs> I, uh, I, think, I think she was trying to end, like cut off those questions. They did also have a rule like, hey, don't ask the same question twice. Fair. Oh my gosh, the My Hero Kids. I'm sorry. We'll get to that later. Yeah. They, I'm sorry. Anime kids are always the most annoying. And they you always, remember last year? Oh my Sonic, gosh. Sonic. 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 Listen, lady, you've asked eight Sonic questions in a row. They're trying None to get, have they're trying to get the you show. to leave. They're trying to get you to no, leave. No, 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 no. Hold on. No, don't go. Come on. Don't go off on people. That are, it's been a year. It's okay. We're done. It's over. It's over. Traumatized. No, you I'm can't so be that traumatized. It. It's okay. <laughs> Yes, you can. It was a little. It was a yeah, little annoying. Kids. I feel like. I feel like if you mention it next year, it's gonna be. It's gonna get annoying that you re mentioning that. <laughs> Jake will never be the same. Can, I guess you can call me a Sonic fan. Yeah, I know. So, so anyway, are are you not an anime kid? Ooh, like, Matt. Did, did you not you get a certain kid? sword I was... from a certain anime signed by a certain <laughs> oh, anime no, no, voice no. actor? No, 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 no. You... I am a child at heart. We're, uh... we're talking about the cringy fans. Anyways. No. Yeah, so it's just so, like, don't ask the same question. Yeah, and so the third day, like, we're finishing up our shopping, really. Like, the third day was panel. Um, so then we uh, we do the the Daredevil panel with uh, the Kingpin. Oh, so good. Yeah, so we got their zip queue passes for those two panels. Um, Matt went and hung out with Brian. So how was that before we get to the... Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. So I didn't go to the Stephen Amell panel. I've seen Stephen Amell before. And it's Stephen Amell's great. But I also hadn't seen, like, hadn't said hi to Brian the whole weekend. (laughs) And he's a friend of mine as well. And I should probably at least try to find him. Um, so I was trying to find him. I found him, basically. We chilled, you know, talked and stuff. Yeah. So the Daredevil panel was really cool. So uh, he's just a, he's a funny guy. Vincent so Donofrio's yeah, very yeah. intelligent. He's like a classically trained actor. Yeah, mm, yeah. Like very of, educated in his acting career. Out of all the people that were there, I think he seemed to take the longest like thought, and he really was like he was really you know had a lot of method to his answers. yeah, but also at the same time not like. So he admitted that as a kid, he used to, you know, puff, puff, pass. Well, it was... It's but also, he was, like, very educated in his, like, schooling. Oh, yeah. So, like, you have that, like, weird balance of, like, I'm very educated, but also, like, uh, he threatened audience members. That was, was that was really funny. Yeah. It was, well, it was funny to having him talk about, like, this educated method of him doing the... Um, he did the Alien from Men in Black. The first one where, you know, where he's got the, the overall alien guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's really funny to hear, like, the educated, like, well, I was thinking this, this, and this, and I was mixing these voices. And, like, you know, his his lines were like, sugar water. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, he was very classical, but also very, like, not at the same time. So this yeah. kid comes up, and he's just, like, dressed as Daredevil. He's like, I just want to let you know the city's mine. And so, like, he's just like, bro, you're, like, four pounds. So he's like, I could snap you like a twig. And, like, he answers this question. <laughs> well, another daredevil comes up, and he leans forward, and he's like, you going to threaten me, too? Yeah. <laughs> are you, you going to threaten me, too? It's like, no. Yeah. Um, but I can. Anyways, so what's really cool is the fact that, like, 
So he revealed about what comics he read as a kid, and this is what's going to blow your mind. So he lists off The Punisher, Spider-Man, and Daredevil, where all three, the Kingpin is a major player. There was another one. Uh, Oh, Batman. 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 Uh, So it's it's crazy that, like, as a main villain in all the three Marvel heroes was the Kingpin. Yeah. So, you know, when he came to doing this character, it really kind of, like... He, he played it as how he saw him reading him as a kid. So, like, his interpretation of Kingpin is who we see on screen, is mm. his interpretation. I think that's why he does that's probably why he does such so a good well job. at the role. He, is straight, because he straight up owns the role. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He's, he, like, he's a, he is he's a the, fan. He is he, a defining he role at this point. Kingpin. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ving Rhames is cool and all that. He's done for Kingpin compared. what uh, RDJ has right. done for Iron Man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. no, yeah. He'll never have a different and face. so, like, he was really cool. And then we did Stephen Amell, Alexa... Of oh, course, freaked out. So good. Um, it was funny. So, like, for, okay, first of all, quick rant. Um, so, sure. we did zip cue passes for uh, both, right? And so, yes. I'm like, cool, I'm going to grab these seats. And then, like, I sit down. And oh then the gosh. person comes up to me, like, oh, did you, uh, um, do you have zip cue? I'm like, yeah, yeah. So, they scan my thing and they find out I have zip cue for this. Well, this lady comes up and she starts arguing with me. And she's like, you don't have zip cue. I'm like, I, I do have zip cue. This dude just came and scanned it. Well, she goes and talks to him. Starts yelling at me some more, saying I don't. And I'm like, you could scan my thing if you want. And then she's like, well, you can't sit here. And I'm like, I, I have zip cue. Like, I was told I could sit here. And so she's totally being a total busy. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Right? And she's yelling at this other kid. Um, same situation where we did back-to-back zip cue panel on there. So I'm like, okay, fine. She's like, you got to get up and leave and get out. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. So I literally get up. I walk to the end of the aisle and they let zip cue in and I'm like, whatever. So I turn around, I sit down. He's like, you can't come in until everyone starts getting in there. And I'm like, you know, and everyone starts coming in, we get seats for everyone. And she starts yelling at us some more. And finally she like, let it go and left. Well, there's this one kid, the one kid who had the same situation as us. She like, got really mouthy with him, kicked him out, made him walk back in twice because she didn't want to get her, like, tablet to verify he had zip queue. He even showed that he had zip queued, and they escorted him out and asked the guy checking into zip queue if that was the case, and they said yes. She caused him to miss, and then not only that, in the middle of Stephen Amell's panel, she has a group of people yelling at this kid by the cameras in the front of the stage causing a scene during his panel, Making this fan of Stephen Mel obviously miss more than like a third of the panel because of the situation. Jeez. Like all yeah, she did was execute the power. Problem. I don't know, man. And I was baffled by it. And I was like, at that point, it's just like, well, just let him sit down. There's over a hundred seats left. There yeah. was like en- enough. There, it wasn't like there and weren't that, any seats left yeah. for Stephen Amell. Well, and here's the thing: not all the zip queue seats were taken. No, that's what I'm saying. There was over a hundred left. And they let other people come up after the Zipkey people sit down. Yeah, it, she just was executing her power for the sake of executing her power. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Um, anyways, oh, shoot. Well, so, I missed the bad thing because I wanted to go say hi to Brian. Yeah, so... Yeah. But Stephen Amell was really fun to watch. Stephen he always Amell, has something cool to say. Stephen Amell is fun you know? to watch. Like I said, I had he's, seen him before. Cool That's the only reason I kind of... I love that guy. ...didn't prioritize that as much. Yeah, so uh, anyway, oh. so they start off the panel and um, it's uh, it turned into a wrestling panel... Yeah, I didn't know he does wrestling. I didn't yeah. know he does heels. So in the, like the thing, yeah, the thing is, is like he, it wasn't even like a oh like I was. It's in heels. It was like really it was like oh yeah, I went to WWE and they spent like at least twenty minutes, thirty minutes talking about like just wrestling in general. Cool. Um, and he's he's the sweetest guy. Like 
he the way he interacts with his fans is so genuine and so awesome and um he uh really 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 cares a lot about uh the people he's interacting with and he yeah. told a funny story so like you know people are like oh yeah like have you ever took anything from set and he's like well i kept the bow from season one um from the nice. pilot of arrow no here here's the here's the crazy thing right so he had it in his garage and he's like oh yeah i'll just leave my garage open Bro, you're Stephen to effing a Mel, right? Like, you're the Green Arrow, and you just leave your door unlocked and your house open. Like, that's how you get stuff stolen, right? He left it, his garage open. His bow is hanging no, in no, the garage. That, that's not how you get stuff stolen. That's how thieves get an arrow between the eyes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So, here's the thing, right? So he gets home one day. The arrow is, the bow is gone. Oh, the no. Pup, and so he's just like, he's mad, and he's like... He's like writing list names down and creating like a, a list of people who could have stolen it. So <laughs> you a, have failed this city. <laughs> a year later goes by, and I guess they're remodeling their backyard and doing some landscaping. And in his daughter's toy chest in the backyard was the bow at the bottom of it. So for like a year and a half, the pilot bow to um, the arrow is sitting in his daughter's playpen. And, and he's just like, yeah. And you're like, at the beginning of the story, he's like, yeah, I should get this framed one day. And so someone asked, he's like, so did you get it framed? And he's like, nope, not yet. How, how many names did he check off the list before he turned that out? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Too many, too many. Yeah, I think, uh, I thought it was really cool just to see that he's doing wrestling now. Like, that's such a weird switch, you know? Well, usually well he was because he fractured his back. Oh, yeah. Head. And now he's not doing it. But he wants to. And it's not like traditional wrestling. So it's like a TV drama. Like it has actual storyline outside of the ring mixed with wrestling. What what, what, what league is he in? Uh, So Canadian. He's in the Canadian leagues? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So the Canadian wrestling does have like. Yeah. It has like big. They actually do some. Yeah. So if you mix like Riverdale and the WWE together, that's kind of what you get. (laughs) No, I'm not even kidding you. It's more performance. It is way more performance um, with their wrestling up there. So they're like wrestling like zombies That's and pretty like much what they've been doing with WWE yeah. for the last thirty years. Well, they, I, yeah, they've been doing it. I, from my understanding, they've been doing it better up there. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not the biggest wrestling fan. Uh, so, according to Dylan, he likes. He thinks. Yeah, that he's also wearing these super bright rainbow Crocs, and he admits that he only wears them to make his wife mad. <laughs> I felt I felt like I was represented because I was also wearing my Crocs that day. So we were matching. Oh. So oh. that was that was kind of like our oh. On the last day, um, I just decided and Bob. Oh, yeah. Because uh, uh, Jake didn't want to do his cosplay. No, because here's the thing. I was going to be Buddy Christ, and I was just like, dude, it's going to be the most Catholic thing ever. It's going to be awesome. Then, he saw was a buddy, well, then we saw Buddy Christ the day before. And he had more heart than me. Like, it was good. And I was like, that was, I was like, nope. Ruined it for me. You always see something that's like, oh, that's too good. Like, I don't want to yeah. detract from that. Yeah, I was just like, cool. So I could either be equate Buddy Christ or... You know, I, I was I was gonna be the Wish. Med- com, buddy Christ. Great value, actually, buddy Christ. No, I was gonna be the literally. med head version. Like <laughs> clearly bootleg. They're like, oh yeah, you want to see that new Spider Man flick? And it's like six rows of heads on there, and like a shaky cam. That was my version of Buddy Christ. There was some guy that like I think he like styled his hair perfectly. Like he looked like the statue. It was kind of crazy. To be fair. Hmm. Yeah, so um, so we ended the panel with that, and I think that's kind of where the convention ended for a lot of us. Yeah, so uh, we took off, and well, I got the Ultra Savers, and then we did our wrap-up video. Um, and really, that's the end, because we just, you know, drove home. Yep. Uh, yeah, 
after that, Alexa did her did do her Stephen and Bell photo op. Um, they messed up and told us the wrong line. But the good thing is, is like Stephen Mel's line was massive, and so with the mess up, the lady just grabbed her and put her to the front of the line of the Stephen Mel thing. So we were able to leave a lot. Oh, that's so, awesome! A lot, a lot sooner because she felt bad because Alexa waited in this whole other line for Jason Arnett, you know the Animaniacs guy. I mean, he's like, cool holding the Stephen Mel ticket, and then you're like, yeah, he told us forty like line forty three. Uh, it was like really confusing because she got passed around to like four different lines before mm-hmm. finally getting the Stephen Mel's. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. Wow. But I mean, they, they made up for it because like I said, they just plugged her in right with the spot that she originally was in um, on there. And, you know, of course, like we got in and out, drove home and stuff like that. So oh. that was a, that was the, that was a convention, you know, there was a lot of technical stuff, but I think overall, fantastic convention. Yeah. Like every year. Super we had, good. We had a good time, even though with our, you know, little hiccups, um, nothing was breaking like you know like nothing broke the convention for us um we had some issues but very very insignificant with the overall experience yeah yeah i'd Um, say so um and and, you know that's gonna happen anytime like a new production takes over or yeah you know you know what did happen though this year we like we only got to the big panels this year yeah i mean Mm -hmm. really uh we there wasn't any smaller panels i was like super interested in but and, we did only get to the big ones. And that's all right, you know, but I, I think overall, like I said, still to this day, 100% recommend FanX. It's such an amazing show. It's so good. The vendors are awesome. The artist alley is always super phenomenal and like so good, you know, so many good things that come out of it, um, you know, and the show's getting bigger and, you know, with bigger shows come some hiccups. But what it does do is it does make me excited because that means there's just more opportunity for the show. As it, as it comes along, you know, so if you haven't had a chance, go, go to FanX, check it out. It's a great family event. It's, you know, if you, if you have a family that's really in the fandom or maybe you don't have a family, you know, and you just want to check out a convention, it's absolutely worth it. Or maybe you don't have a family that wants to come with you. I mean, you usually have at least some family. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you don't, I don't know. Yeah. But super. that's usually only like TV shows. Yeah. Super cool. Pretty movies. Anyways, guys, so that's our episode this week for Comic Talk 616, Matt's birthday episode. Oh, yeah. Hey, go onto our Facebook page or our Instagram, tag us in uh, an evil deed that you heard Matt has done this year to celebrate his birthday. Did we sing happy birthday to Matt yet? Oh. I think we have to do it again. Yeah. So we all know the, the, the name. So uh, we'll Okay, end. so, yeah, let's do our yeah, anyways, names. Let's, we'll, we'll do our names. This. Anyways, thank you for tuning we'll in. I'm Bad Mouth Jake. I'm Lord Kyle. I'm the missing intern, Rachel. I am Matt, the chaotic evil moon baron and now owner of the cool sword river. <laughs> and I'm Steve. Anyways, happy birthday to you suck. You suck. Happy birthday to suck. You suck. Happy birthday, you suck. You suck. Happy birthday, you suck. You suck. all right well thanks a lot guys we'll uh, we'll see you next week uh maybe i'll maybe i won't suck next week doubtful doubt just kidding matt you're all good